Hey Vikings fans, this is Chris Corso with the Vikings.com post-game report. We have Ben Lieber here and uh, somber scene at US Bank Stadium as the Green Bay Packers celebrate their NFC North 2019 championship on our home field. What are your first takeaways from this tough loss for the Vikings? <laughs> that's, that's putting it simple. Uh, I, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat much here. Um, I'm embarrassed. Uh, I'm ashamed that that's... That's what we came out and did. Um, yeah, we, we got in the playoffs on Saturday night with the Rams' loss, but by, by no means do you come out on a Monday night football game where you've got a lot to prove. Quarterback has a lot to prove. Your team has a lot to prove uh, to go out and beat the Packers. It's a rivalry game. Uh, it still means a lot. There's still a chance for the fifth seed. There's still a an outside chance to win the division, and, and they come out flat defense certainly didn't come out flat causing the fumble and getting the ball uh, on the 10-yard line for the offense on the very first series but offense doesn't show up and I don't even know really what that offense was it was it was not requisite of the production or even the the schematics of what we've seen as of late to get us to this point three turnovers for the Vikings defense on the first half probably the only positive in the game was the performance and the takeaways of the Vikings defense. But it seemed like every time the Vikings offense had a chance to really take a lead in this game, they failed to do so. Yeah, they failed. Uh, you know, I know they got three points on that on that first takeaway, but that to me was a missed opportunity. You, you got to put seven points on the board. And and I think that was just the the start of of just how inept our offense was and just how little juice we had, how little sense of urgency we had. I get that you that we're out our top two running backs, uh, and I and I got to give you know some credit to Mike Boone for coming into a tough situation against a good defense. But you know he just missed some cuts, didn't play with great vision. Uh, they came in with uh, with Abdullah in the second half to try to get a little bit of a spark. But you know I feel like it was too little, too late. Um, we still couldn't get Kirk, and we didn't design any plays for Kirk to get outside the pocket. And uh, and they just feasted on our guys with some twists up front, and they were just much more physical uh, in the pass rush where they're only bringing three or four guys. They weren't bringing a lot of five-man pressures or six-man blitzes. So they were getting to, to Kirk inside and outside with three or four-man rushes, and, and that's not going to get it done offensively. Okay, tough loss tonight. Um, uh, we didn't play well enough to win. Give Green Bay some credit. Uh, they did some good things, and uh, – you know that's what happens when you don't play play as good as you can. So we'll get back to work and we'll get get going again here and uh, regroup and refresh and get back to work. How much do you attribute the offensive troubles to be without Dalvin Cook and then also without your backup Madison? Um, you know I still have a lot of faith in uh, in uh, the backs that played tonight. Um, you know we didn't we didn't move the ball as effective as we wanted to and so. Um, you know, that's why the time of possession was what it was, and um, so we'll be all right. Kirk has been so successful on play action this season. Was the lack of boots, rollouts, play action passes tonight based on what you were seeing or expecting from their defense? Yeah, I think uh, they were doing a nice job on on the outside to try to keep, uh, keep us from running some of those. How much did you think the pressure that he was under affected the way he played? Uh, well, he was under pretty good pressure, so... Just in general, why do you think the offense uh, didn't quit the way that we've seen this season? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, we'll have to look at the tape and see and try and figure out. Um, you know, we didn't, we just weren't as effective as we normally are. Mike, your thoughts on the day passing? Just the timing of it coming right after that third takeaway here at midfield. Yeah, well, 
you know, I told them that we're probably going to go for it there, so they, they had a sh chance to take a shot. So, you know, I, I told them during the week, you know, take their shots. How much did you, were you hampered? Three turnovers in the first half, you only got 10 points out of it, including down to the 10 and only getting a field goal to start it off. Well, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get enough points off the turnovers that we had, yeah. Did you think Cousins looked a little shakier? You know, it's hard for me to tell when I'm standing on the sideline. I'll look at the tape and let you know. Overall, with what was on the line, are you surprised at the way you put it? You know, I'm not going to get into this Kirk Cousins on Monday night thing and all this stuff. Uh, offensively, we didn't play as well as we can play. I'll just say that, okay? And... You know, defensively, we could have played the run better. So there's a lot of a lot of things that we need to clean up. A lot of Green Bay's rushing success went to the edges. Can you attribute that to anything? Um, yeah, it looked like they were um, keeping the. You know, they were over maybe over um, over blocking our our defensive back over to that side. But it's hard for me to tell. What did you see from Zadarius Smith, who clearly had the impact performance of the game for the Packers' defense? I mean, he was all over the field tonight. Just better than us. I mean, flat out, he was just better than us. Um, you know, whenever they got him moving off those twists and stunts, you know, his, his first initial contact, he'd able to, to, to swim or arm over a guy, uh, attack our guys on their edges, and push them out of the way. And he was just much more physical. And and our guys can do that too defensively when we play with leads. But, you know, you can't, you can't just let the defense tee off on you and put your quarterback back in the spot uh, in the middle of the field and expect our guys to protect. I'll just start and then take questions. Uh, you know, tough loss. Um, I, I thought the Packers just did a really good job taking things away and stopping us in a lot of different um, areas. And then uh, just a few plays that we didn't connect on that uh, ended drives for us and um, our defense played at a very high level tonight certainly they played well enough for us to win the football game um, but uh, you know we just weren't able to put it all together so um, disappointing loss at home and um, and so we've got to regroup and now get ready to finish the regular season strong at home next week against the Bears but I'll take any questions you have was it when you, you get some turnovers from your defense and put you in good position, just not able to cash in on those as much as you want early in the game there? Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, really good field position, too, on the turnovers, um, but unable to get, you know, the touch the touchdowns on all three that we wanted. Um, uh, you know, great plays by our defense, and, and then we got to play complimentary football. Um, and when you do that, then that's where you can really, you know, beat good teams. Kirk, your thoughts on the, on the call coming right after that third takeaway, the, the Diggs pass to you? Um, the play call? Yeah. I thought it was a great call. It's wide open. Uh, it was just a you know, tough deal. Um, you know, just missed it by a few inches. How much did you guys work on that? I mean, obviously, we had to work on a lot, but that's obviously not something you do. It's not something he does in that situation. Um. Yeah, we practiced it quite a bit uh, for several weeks, you know, like you would most any play. Kirk, you guys have been so effective on play action this season, basically against every team except for Green Bay. Is it something that they're doing, or was it just not there tonight, or what did you see with that? Yeah, I think they did a good job um, um, in different parts of their defense taking it away.
what more are you seeing on the interception on the deep ball that digs? Yeah, I just tried to bring him across the field and uh, the backside corner sank and uh, and so he made the play and um, shouldn't you know should, probably shouldn't have brought him across the field either take him vertically or uh, or you know move, progress on. Is it fair to say that you guys that the offense in general is just out of rhythm tonight? It didn't look like you guys were able to sustain any drives, really move the chains right. like you had been doing so well right. of late. Yeah, when you don't convert third downs, go three and out, you just don't have that many plays. You don't have many bites at the apple to get going. And uh, um, we certainly, you know, did not play well enough from start to finish tonight. How much did their pressure affect you as you were going through progressions and your dropbacks? Um, you know, it, it had an impact. Um, they they have a good a good rush. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, how frustrating was it? Uh, not taking advantage of those turnovers in the first half, you know, getting seven instead of three. Um, it's happened in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, but on a game like tonight, where that really could have been helpful in the second half, how frustrating is that? Yeah, you know, that's a, uh important statistic when you look at, uh, you know, behind the final score. Um, not just turnover margin, but points off turnovers, and and uh, I think one of our touch our one touchdown was off a turnover, but uh, the other two didn't didn't get enough out of it. How do you balance kind of being disappointed in the way things went, but also, you know, knowing that you still have the playoffs ahead of you, that things can turn around quickly here. If you... I think it's uh, life in the NFL is just uh, one week at a time, and win, lose, draw, you mm -hmm. uh, go back to work. Um, and you go back to your normal weekly routine. And it doesn't change no matter what the previous game's result was. So we'll take that same approach going into this next week and um, you know, follow our, our same habits um, that we have all year long. What do you think the impact was of not having Dalvin Cook tonight? Well, you know, I certainly don't want to you know, minimize Dalvin's impact on our team because he's a tremendous player and has had a great year. But we also have you know, really good football players tonight at, at those positions. Um, so uh, you know, we certainly felt that we had the, the firepower. Um, so it's, you know, I guess it's a small sample size right now, but obviously the, the result was certainly, you know, pointing to uh, not, not good enough. Um, going into the playoffs, you want to have momentum. Uh, how great is it that you have one more game now to try to at least get that momentum, get this taste out of your mouth? You know what, you got to be a... Um, you got to be able to move on from a win or a loss. You know, you can't be patting yourself on the back Wednesday and Thursday at practice after a win, and you can't be down in the dumps after a loss on, on Wednesday or Thursday. So no matter what the result is this week, next week, um, you just have to keep going and, and be resilient, and uh, that's what good football teams do. In the second half, it was much of the same. The Vikings didn't even score a point. Um, not much to even build on, but did you see anything in the second half there? What, what went wrong? What, I mean, what does a guy like Kevin Stefanski do coming out of this performance of the Vikings offense? Well, hopefully realize, um, you know, what, what got us to this point yep. and, um, and, and get a little bit more flexible with the offense and get a little bit more, uh, make the defense a little bit more off balanced. And, you know, however you can do that, they've got all the plays. You know, it, it's, it seems like to me it's, it's get the quarterback outside the pocket a little bit more. Um, 
use that tempo a little bit more, take some shots down the field a little bit more to soften up that defense. It was checked down Charlie pretty much from the start of the game, yep. and we didn't press the ball down the field at all. And, um, you know, we had a couple middle of the field throws. I felt like you could attack this defense with middle of the field throws, and we only did that a few times. How disappointing was this? Because the offense just couldn't really seem to kind of get into a, a rhythm or a flow. Uh, it's definitely frustrating because, you know, you work all, you work all week, you know, you have a plan. Um, when the plan doesn't go as planned, uh, you try to you try to adjust, you try to make some things happen. So it's definitely frustrating when you come out here and uh, don't execute well. How tough is it without Dalvin Cook and without your backup running back in Madison? Uh, you can see it's extremely tough. You know, uh, they definitely play a huge part on this team, and uh, we do. We definitely have faith in the guys that we put out there 100. percent So just got to kind of roll with the punches and do the next man, next man up kind of thing. So there were there were some bright spots. I mean, obviously your touchdown on uh, Alexander and and some of the other pet catches that you got. I mean, was there a reason why they didn't go to you a little bit more in the second half? Oh, uh, that's just more individual, like. I mean, I don't really think about it that way. Whatever comes dictates, and if I get the ball, I get the ball. I'm not really tripping about that. I just, I, however it comes up, I just make the play. That, I try to make the play that comes right. up. I'm missing. Stefan, how do you make sure that this doesn't carry over into the playoffs? Yeah, uh, you just got to wipe the slate, you know. Go in tomorrow, but we off tomorrow. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, Merry Christmas. Watch all the tape you can. Kind of look at the things you could have done better and kind of kind of learn from it. Look at it as a lesson because everybody hates to lose, but you get your biggest lessons from losing. You didn't reach your goal, obviously, of winning the division, but yeah. at least you're in the playoffs. How do you feel about making up for not making it last year? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard to say. Right now, it's pretty fresh that we lost, regardless if we're in the playoffs or not. You want to have success, and you want to win games convincingly, and, you know, with a fashion of saying, like, you belong, you belong in the playoffs, with, playoffs as well. So for us, just got to learn from it, keep it pushing. Stefan, your defense played lights out. Just keep yeah. you guys in this thing. You scored points off their first two takeaways. What can you say about their effort tonight? Uh, they did a great job. Uh, great game plan. You know, they did. Everybody did their job. Guys flying around, making plays. You can't ask more from your defense. I mean, I think take owners always look at me, find my own land. I got to do more. You know, offensively, do my job to the best of my ability. And we got to do a better job for those guys. They play balls out. Uh, they do a hell of a job, and we just gotta be there for them. Despite how disappointing was it to only have 10 points at the half after the three turnovers? How disappointing. Uh, I think it was uh, really disappointing, I guess. I mean, because you want to score, you want to score points, but you want to score seven majority of the time. But and if you don't get seven, you're falling a little short of your goal, but you'll take three points. But for us, uh, our objective and mindset is to score points. You know, we should have three turnovers, you should have 21 points. If you don't, Stephon, your thoughts yes, on, the, on the pass, uh, your pass to Cousins, the call there? Oh, man. I wasn't warmed up yet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Terrible pass. You know, she just gave him a little easy He could have laid out for it, though. He did a great job. He did a great job. He, he dove and all. I should have set up my feet. You know, it was a great play call. If I could go back in time right now, I'd probably run it. But is that a situation where maybe you want the ball thrown to you? I mean, it was a third turn. Oh, well, no, I want to throw the ball. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted. I, I mean, it was a great play call. You know, it was wide open. Uh, I missed the throw. Now I've never said those words, but I see how it feels now. I missed the throw. Sorry. What, what, do you, what do you think the difference was tonight? I mean, usually with you and Kirk, all you guys have really good reward yeah. most of the year. What it was. was it was. Uh, we. They they played a lot of cover two, and when cover two, especially to the boundaries to my side, I mean, it's not that many routes you can you can run. And um, you know, when guys crawl up and play one on one, we might get a shot. Like in the red zone when we scored, they crawled up, played one on one. We're gonna take our chances, but majority of the game, uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't normal. Fun, do you feel you beat yourselves as much or more than they beat you? Because there's yeah, a lot out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Just because as an offense, you know, <clears throat> the plays are the plays. You know, you got to make them work regardless. And if they don't work, 
you always look at yourself first because you know it's not it's not it's not our coach fault. So for us, uh, shoot yourself in the foot a little bit with penalties and X Y Z. So just gotta learn from it. Yeah, and the Vikings offensive line clearly they've had a good season. Kirk has about I don't know how many games where he hasn't been sacked, but in this one, that was not the case. No, I mean, I think that's the reason I'm so frustrated is is we have we have a great offense, you know, and and I know that we again having Madison and Cook out it does change things, but we got a great offense, you know. I I don't know if Thielen's not a hundred percent. He certainly doesn't seem like he's he's being a focal point of the offense that much as of late when he's been back the last two games. Um, you know, Kirk has looked like an absolute stud for most of the season. And then, you know, when we need this offense the most, it, it just comes out flat. And, again, it doesn't even look like it doesn't even look like the same offense that got us to this point. Let's end on a positive note. You're one of the groups honored at halftime for the good moments in Vikings-Packers history. Part of that 2009 team, what was it like to be honored out here on the field and be, be alongside some of your old teammates? Uh, it was great to be around them. Uh, it's it's great to just to, to shake hands with some of the legends, um, you know, actual guys in the Ring of Honor, Hall of Famers. Um, you know, Chris, I certainly don't belong in that group. You know, I, I was just happy to be there, happy to have a couple plays up on the Jumbotron. Yeah, I saw uh, a couple, it, a nice Aaron Rodgers uh, yeah, sack on Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it felt good, you know. Um, it seems like a whole lifetime ago, and it, feel, it feels like a different life. Um, so to be out – in this stadium against uh, you know amongst all of our fans and get recognized for for a few seconds was kind of nice it was also awesome to see three deep for their first time together since like 2001 and then to see dante culpepper out here growing up out on the east coast he's the viking i think i remember most yeah. in my time growing up i mean he was a stud yeah <laughs> he was a stud and obviously with chris and randy yeah. um you know the i i did i'm not gonna lie i got some chills um, when they came out, and you could just hear this crowd erupt even more. I mean, they were already excited when a lot of the guys got introduced, and when those three came out, I that mean, this cool. this place was it was rocking. It was it was the most electric halftime I've ever been a part of. Last thing going forward, I mean, the Vikings are now locked into the sixth seed for the playoffs. How do you attack this last game of the season, and how do you attack? heading into the playoffs. I, I mean, you can sit all your players or you can try to get your offense right for another home game at U.S. Bank Stadium, the last home game of the, of the year most likely. So, You know, that's, that's going to be an interesting point, Chris, is just how do you attack the game? You know, I, I'm of the mindset that you want to go into the game oozing with confidence. Yep. And you don't ooze with confidence when you're sitting your star players. And it's not like you're getting a week off. You've got to come right back the following week and go on the road and, and feel confident about yourself. And certainly after this game, you, you don't have a lot of confidence offensively. So I, I'd like to see our team come out uh, with all their starters as long as they're healthy. I agree. You know, with Eric Kendricks, who knows what's going to happen with him. I certainly don't think with your star players, if you're, if you're 80%, you need to go out and play that game. But if you're 100%, I think they need to play that game and and uh, and go out and get the W. Not like the way Aaron Jones is forcing all those runs outside of the huh? Yeah, you know, uh, I haven't looked at the film yet, but yeah, he was bouncing, he was bouncing everything. You know, um, I feel like we did a decent job in the, in the first half. You know, um, we just got to know their, what their plan of attack is. You know. And, and it's not the first time we've taken a hit, but just the timing of it. You were playing a monster game already out of the shoot. That's got to be hard, right? Yeah, you know, there's only so, there's only so much you can control, you know. Uh, 
I take pride in taking care of my body and things like that. So um, it's a brutal sport, and you know these things happen all the time. Um, what, what happened on the play? Not necessarily your injury, but what happened before it? Before it? <laughs> Football, you know. <laughs> what happened? Eric, how quickly can you guys just kind of let this go? You already know you're in the playoffs, right? And, and how do you shake this up? You get ready for the Bears. Then? Um, honestly, I think I think uh, today and tomorrow we should let it sting, sting a little bit. You know, we got to let it sting. We got to know what we did wrong. You know, watch the film, make corrections, things like that. But we should definitely let it sting. You know. Um, and then we should let it go after you know 24 hours or so, and then uh, get back to work. We, we're, we're blessed to be able to play again. You know, um, we, both, we worked hard all season and, and we put ourselves in this position, but you know we got to play better in these games for sure. The way you guys were controlling it, though, were you kind of thinking if we could get a pick six and get points on the board, we can alleviate the pressure off our offense because they're struggling. I mean, our, our defense always wants to score. You know, our defense always wants to you know put our offense in the best position possible. So I mean, our, our, that's always our goal. Well, we hear the Go Pack Go chants out here to end this episode of the Vikings postgame report. I think that's a feeling that you want to hold on to as a Vikings fan and hopefully move forward and into the playoffs as the sixth seed. That'll do it for the Vikings postgame report. Thank you, Ben Lieber, as always. Thanks, and we'll, Chris. We'll see you next time.